0: Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome back to This Week on Stadia podcast. Today, it's um, March 21st, and it's the 22nd episode of This Week on Stadia. Um, how are you doing, Chase? Before uh, we start anything else, I want to see how my friend is doing after a week of quarantine.
1: <sighs> work was uh, work was hell this week, man. Uh, we, I think we both were talking about this off the air, that it's just been a crazy week. Next week's going to be even crazier. We're we're working from home for the next two weeks. Um, the next um, two, so at least the next. So two. last last week and this week for sure. Okay. But I I'm I'm almost positive it's going to be extended, um, and we're going back to normal hours starting next week. So we were only working a very shortened schedule this past week, uh, basically nine nine a.m. to three p.m. But we're going to be working eight to sixes. It's going to be stressful. Um, so
0: yeah. These are tough times for everyone. I know everyone uh, has been going a lot of stress and um, not only on with the corona situation and everything, but um, uh, at the end, the only thing I ask everyone is please stay safe and um, let everyone keep in touch. I know quarantine times can be tough, uh, but... Uh, talk to someone and that's why we are here uh we want to just spread a little bit more joy in the in the middle of this mayhem and cows so guys you can count on us every single time right oh. before anything else as the housekeeping mandatory rules this podcast is affiliated with StadiaSource.com. stadia source.com is your number one source for stadium news don't forget to check daily news on stadia kids stop Sorry for that, guys. <laughs> so one is hanging on the wall. Um, so moving on, cheese. Um, I know you had a uh, two hours of amazing content with State of Rocks. So I was watching those. Um, great guy. Um, well, for sure we're gonna have him uh, on this week on State Podcast someday. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think we absolutely should. He he he's got a very unique perspective on things, um, and again, the way that he approaches stuff is very different than even me. Um, I, we both look at things from the, the the business perspective, but he's got a very unique lens because he works in the tech industry, um, and he's got his he's got folks that he knows that have again the kind of an ear to the ground on stuff. And um, yeah, he, he's just a wealth of knowledge. And if you listen to how he said things this morning, if you go back and listen to those those two hours he just has a very good understanding of things. You know, it's, it makes me go back and go, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) You know, (laughs) certain things. So he has a very good adept understanding of, of, of the business sphere when it comes to, uh, to Google.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. So geez, uh, talking about Google, uh, I know the big topic we're going to discuss is uh, the event going on tomorrow. Um, I, I just heard, um, Mr. Rock's opinion on the event and expectatives for tomorrow. But before, let's run off uh, a few of the news we had for this week. Um, there are some major things, uh, which is basically games. Um, on Tuesday, um, it was the first arrival of, I, I guess, um, a major significant title with cross play and cross save. Which is the Division Two, and together with the Division Two, arrived um, some produce, amazing produce. Uh, but, Chase, have you got the Division Two yet, or are you are you planning to get the Division Two based on the price?
1: I already got it, so I picked it up on the ten dollar deal. Um, I don't see myself playing more than you know a couple hours at a time on it, so I couldn't justify buying you know the highest possible option, which would have been the Ultimate. But um, I did go ahead and. Um, pick up the um the base game. um, so I am I have been playing it. Uh, and it's it's great, you know, I have to be honest, as far as the for the Ubisoft games that we've gotten so far, it's the best version of a Ubisoft game we've gotten, right. Um, and I, I I say that wholeheartedly.
0: yeah, no, I agree as well. I pick it up um a few a few days ago. Uh, I played a few hours as well, I didn't have the chance to evolve my character a lot, I'm still a level 5. Um, but I, it feels like a great game, and I indeed I had played a few cross-play um, with PC gamers. Which is <laughs> kind of weird to think that um, we have a better feature that is the um, screen, screen connect that they don't have. So uh, when we are playing with PC players um it's kind of a, a weird experience right now
1: yeah i haven't i haven't had the uh the opportunity to run into the crossplay yet so that'll be interesting when i run across that i've heard a couple people say some interesting things about it
0: <laughs> all right um uh together with um the division two uh we got a few well there was the release we're going to talk about doing later there was um spawn coming to Mortal Kombat, but um,
1: yes. The- <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the pro deals the, this week. Pro deals we had um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, with sixty-seven percent off. We got Ghost Recon again. We got Just Dance. We got Tom Clancy. Well, we got The Division, and we got Trials Rising again on the pro deals. Uh, from this list, I think I at the at this point i just don't have just dance and assassin's creed what about you chase
1: i thought about getting assassin's creed but i'm, I'm gonna i don't know how far see this is the, i have to get used to this because i don't have the uh <laughs> i, don't have, the pop I have to make sure i'm far enough away from the <laughs> mic um I'm going to hold off on Assassin's Creed. I still feel like that game is going to get even a cheaper discount, and it could even be potentially a pro game at some point, so I'm not going to pick it up right now. Just Dance is still way too high for me to justify that purchase.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way, and uh, especially um, I have the same feeling of um, Assassin's Creed. I think uh, it's a matter of a few more months, and we will see Assassin's Creed coming to either pro or... I think it's a title I could wait until uh, we have Uplay+. Plus. It's, um, it's another discussion.
1: <laughs> this is a completely separate discussion.
0: <laughs> okay, so after the Division 2 hit uh, the, the shelves of Stadia Store on Tuesday, a lot of people started playing that. Uh, it's amazing that the the number of players on that game active has only been increasing and increasing. There was some a little bit of uh, noise with Stadia uh, when the game released, right? Can you comment on that, Chase?
1: Yeah. So the game dropped um, earlier in the morning uh, without the pro deal on it, um, and and to be fair, we didn't even know if we were going to get a pro deal on the game. We just knew the game would be releasing. They released the base game at basically around thirty bucks, uh, if I remember correctly, it was around that price point. And then later in the afternoon, folks that already had purchased that version of the game, we found out that they had the pro deals, um, or the pro deal, I should say, uh, on the base game. And once that happened, uh, there were people pissed off because it's like, why did I spend 30 when I could have got the game for 10? Um, and I talked about this this morning with Rock. Uh, he had a little bit of a different opinion on it of why he thought it might have potentially happened. Uh, and then I kind of broke down, I, I think me and you've talked about this, we kind of said similar things about it, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just think they released the game out onto the platform sooner than it was supposed to without that discount being applied. And then they realized and went, oh, crap, and then tried to backtrack. Um, so, you know, it, it. this is something where, you know, Stadia, again, there's been these little hiccups these past two weeks that they've ran into, and I'm sure we'll talk about one of them in a minute with the, the Doom Eternal situation. Um, with the game dropping, and then we can talk about that a little bit, I guess, but um, the, um, you know, these are like little landmines. One I think is not their fault, you know, and I've I've talked about it before, and I think the other one, I think when you look at it, it looks like this one was their fault, you know, the way that they allowed this to drop, Um, and they got to get away from making these little mistakes, because the more and more it happens, the more and more the narrative shifts back to Google doesn't know what they're doing, Uh, Google isn't tackling things correctly. Google is a joke. You know, all the memes that we see, all the things we see on Twitter and social media. Um, But I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not an end-all be-all. The good news is we did hear that they were giving uh, refunds to people um, to try to account for that, that were pro subscribers. And that is exactly what they should be doing. It's the right thing they should be doing. Um, And when they don't do that, that's a problem. Um, You know, that, that would be a bad customer service strategy. So... Kudos to them for at least trying to make it right, um, but I think in the future they've got to be a little bit more careful. And this this goes back to something else too, Eddie. We've talked about is they need to get a strict cadence strategy right. of how game releasing. It needs to be one set time all the time, and not dropping games at different times, and then you don't have these problems happening.
0: Right, right. Um, um as you were saying, um, the the time release for the games, um, it's something that it's completely off, but in this specific situation i think it was somebody misclicked something or planted something i know maybe it was because of the whole situation of uh, the home office that is going on and somebody didn't align with someone something because when the game came it didn't have any pro deal then it came just the pro deal for the division two and minutes or hours later i don't recall the details uh, all the pro deals uh, came to to life. Um, I didn't check Stadia Discord to see if there was any discussion on on the reimbursement, etc. But I saw on Twitter Stadia mentioned something. I know if you got the game, you can always refer to our refund policies. So uh, if you play for less than two hours, uh, you could get the the refund. Right. Um so, moving on to still talking on the news there was um quite an interesting uh, approach google did right now um, the premiere edition it's 30 dollars cheaper uh, from 130 dollars now it's 99 dollars um, that comes together with doom release not buying as you get doom but the premiere edition still gives you three months of stadia pro so um, all single one of you who are willing to spend $100 to get Stadia or was willing to spend $130 to get Stadia, now you have a $30 discount and you can get a new edition of Stadia Premiere for
1: $100. I think that is a pretty good approach from Google. Well, and the only, the only thing that stinks about this is it was only for one day. Um, they oh. only ran it. Yeah, they only ran it for one day, and I I actually didn't catch this in the stream that I was doing earlier. Um, MM2K actually, uh, along with somebody else, was like, "Hey, FYI, it's only for it was only a one day only sale." They they need to extend that if they can, um, especially right now with the way that things are. They'd be crazy not to um, at this point. But it, nonetheless, I mean, it's a good it's a good shout. You know, it was a good job by them to do that, and I I, I think um, um, Rock brought up a good point um this morning too that you know normally if we saw something like this happen we would think okay well maybe that means base is shortly thereafter because they're starting to reduce prices on like a premiere edition right um so i don't know i don't know what we're gonna get you know we'll get into this later about our predictions on monday but this is gonna be very interesting to watch going forward
0: yeah yeah and uh but it's very interesting that at least they they thought of um it it, this came up yesterday with doom's release and um it is interesting that either if the doom release didn't follow the predictions we were having um they were able to put like a discount okay if you want to play on stadia and on tv right now you can get the premiere edition for uh, a cheaper price
1: right yeah exactly
0: so moving on to doom do 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 um
1: <laughs> <laughs> and another one. And another one.
0: I, I wish I had that sound for um the, the Doom. Classical Doom music, you know. Dun, 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 that that's a good one. <laughs> uh, exactly, sir. Uh, but, geez, <laughs> tell me about it. How many hours have you already put on the game?
1: Uh, about an hour. Um, I had to stop yesterday because I got drugged back into work. But I was having a blast, man! It was so much fun. It, it's it it's a lot more fluid than I, I said this this morning on the um, the uh, Saturday morning Stadia talker. It might have been the Stadia Spotlight, one of the two. But um, that the movement on the console um, for Doom twenty sixteen was very sluggish. Um, if you if you've played it on the PlayStation, you'll know what I'm talking about. It mm-hmm. very very sluggish and the movement on um this for stadia is phenomenal it's so fluid it's it's smooth as butter is the best way i can say it on the chromecast so good Um, 60
0: fps is as it should 60,
1: 60 frames you can feel the difference um it just runs so well and um I got even more excited this morning cause I was reading an article for those folks that purchased the game before April 3rd, they're going to get doom 64 as an add on, uh, which is freaking awesome. Uh, cause that's coming later in the spring. So Bethesda.
0: Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, myself. I didn't have the chance yet to play it. I was going to play it yesterday, but, um, I ended up uh, being busy at home and, um, I didn't get it I'll, although uh i've watched a few gameplays of uh people playing doom and man it feels so awesome like like a proper old school fps like we got a, a z- z- tiny like a, a tiny bit of uh what an old school fps was with um sense collection am i saying that right Say it again one more time. Sin, um, uh, serious Sense Collection. Uh, are you comparing the two? Is that that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, uh, what I'm saying is Serious Sense Collection gave us the um, the throwback, that um, old school is <clears throat> and now Doom is yeah. like closing the cycle. Okay, guys,
1: yeah, this yeah, is yeah,
0: yeah. an old school FPS as it should be in 2020.
1: Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, Serious Sam is in that old-school mode of of Doom and the the FPS and just extreme carnage. Um, the, I mean, the, it's a great franchise. If you haven't played it, you absolutely should pick it up on Stadia. And And this game, it's very much different than any other FPS. And, and you'll know what I mean when you start playing it. The movement is just—it's very quick-paced. It's very— uh, shuttery is the word I'd like to use, but that's what it's intended to be like. You're supposed to be moving around really quickly. Um, it's supposed to be a fast-paced type of of FPS. Um, so it's 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 a great game. It's worth the sixty bucks. I'm just going to say it now. You know, I I knew I was going to pick this up day one. I was excited about it, and so far I do not regret that purchase one little bit.
0: And um, especially the. Uh, just as we were saying, uh, Doom Eternal, it has this vibe of don't stop. Whenever you are playing and moving, you should not stop. You should continue pushing forward and shooting. And uh, it is as beautiful as it gets. But um, the, the only thing you should do while playing this is continue moving, continue going around and shooting. And um, it's... It's looking so amazing man uh
1: it's 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 a beautiful game you had, know?
0: had you stopped to count a few pixels here and there that was missing
1: from the 4k <laughs> remember i'm not running i'm not running the 4k on i'm running the 720 hdr and it still looks phenomenal and i turned on the um i turned on the um oh god i can't even remember what the settings called now because it's i don't normally flip it on hold on one second Two seconds, Eddie. It'll literally be two seconds. Um, The display setting, no, it's not that. Data usage and performance, the balanced. So I turned that on just to try out the true 1080p HDR. Again, like I've said before with these games, the 1080 versus the 720 HDR, it's so minuscule, the differences. You really cannot even tell that there's a difference there. So I just said screw it. I'll go back to the limited because again, yeah, I know right now we don't have data caps, you know, in the US, they've they've suspended those, but there's just no point. It's not changing anything drastically at this stage for me. So I've been playing it under that and it the game just looks freaking beautiful. I mean yeah, yeah no, i it's, almost was in tears yesterday when i was looking at how <laughs> graphics where i was like oh god this is what a doom game is supposed to look like so i uh, hear
0: on chat uh charles mentioned uh look up on uh, wingy's last couple of videos he does a great impression of uh lp lpp okay i'm not sure if i if i got it uh oh, ip maybe they're about Doom, but uh, Andrew saying um, did you watch the blue bobs yes I watched him playing game uh, that game it's so amazing I watch I think I watch every single creator who who did a video on Doom Eternal. I watch it a little bit and uh, about the zero game saying here Chase will we will get Doom 2016 that's what the, that was the prediction we got completely wrong we were expecting that to come uh, at some time uh, we said it would come before we said it would come together we said it would come after right now again, it's gonna be after but is it still gonna be free What's what your what do your all takes on this
1: it's probably gonna be a pro game they're just gonna release it later i mean at, at this point i i don't know if there's a reason for that i don't know if it's Again, if maybe there's something with that game, they didn't want to focus on that being the port to Stadia when Doom Eternal was the focus over the past couple of months. Maybe now they focus in on that game and Doom 64. Um, it's it's weird, but at the same time, if you think about it from a ramp up strategy in regards to um, Doom Eternal, right? um maybe that's where their focus was and they were just like look we have to put all available resources on this game we can't worry about the other one and there may still be some hiccups and issues with doom 2016 that they need to iron out and it just hasn't been on the forefront because they've been focused on doom eternal so i again i'm trying to do a much better job of like trying to look at things of why something happened because there's just so many things right now are just not normal um You know, the way Google's business strategy is, is not normal. They're doing their own thing. Um, Some of the ways that we see the developers doing business now is absolutely different than what we've been conditioned to think. Um, And that's changing. So I think we're at a place now where, you know, I don't know that I've, I've never said this for sure, but maybe we're at a place of a reset, Eddie, you know, where we have to start looking at things differently than we've ever looked at them before um at this point because things are changing um which is weird for me to say i guess i I don't know
0: you're saying things are changing um i got this article here shared with um on on our discord earlier today Mm -hmm. oh wait something's playing okay okay it's this tab sorry um best google stadia games it's from techradar.com So it's a completely brand new article I wrote three days ago um, Talking about specifically doing sta- uh, doing sta- <laughs> Google Stadia And uh, it's that thing of the... some At least some part of the media already It's um, changing in terms of communication about Google Stadia And uh, I think we have already discussed about this, but I think the major difference we will see it's when um, Digital Foundry does their thing, comparing and counting pixels and etc. So um, let's go and count the pixels and from Xbox One X and um, Google Stadia. That is going to be an interesting finding to see how the media tackles don't release on stadium.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I, I'm going to be careful again. I, we got into this a little bit the last hour, uh, Rock and I, but I'm, I'm trying to be very constrained. I I The 4K thing, and I've I, like I said, I said this earlier this morning too, that I got myself in trouble because I don't do a good job of when I write things and I type them. I have a very bad time of not putting context on stuff, and it gets me in serious trouble. Mm. Um, And I've said before that 4K doesn't matter to me. And what I've meant by that is that when you look at 4K as far as native versus true, we're moving beyond that point where that's what the focus is. I mean, Netflix, you know, Rock brought this up this morning, and it was a good point that folks don't ask about Netflix if it's native or if it's upscaled. Why Mm. is that? Because it's a delivery method that's convenient and easy for them to use. So if that's not a concern, we're going to get to a place in gaming where it's not a concern either. Um, That will happen at some point. Um, So then it just comes down to, you know, again, for me, and I'm, I'm only speaking for me, everyone's gonna have a different opinion on it. But You know, the the whole thing that we ran into with, was it Stadia's fault or the the developer's fault? I think we've got past that argument, you know, and I think everyone's going to have a different view on that. And that's absolutely okay. Um, But, you know, 4K is interesting. It's an interesting conversation. And I I think even how Digital Foundry is basing their views on things, that's going to change. Because what they're using as metrics aren't going to be, I don't want to say they're not going to be usable anymore, but they're not they're not um, measuring based off of what we're seeing in the marketplaces. Now things are drastically changing and what used to be the benchmarks that goalpost is being moved now. So they're going to even have to adapt with the times with how they look at things. And that's why I really don't take stock in what they say anymore. Not because I don't think that they're wrong or not because I think that they're wrong. Uh, no, digital foundry, but I think they're very, very focused on localized hardware and when you're only looking at it from that lens, and you're not looking at the totality of the other pieces of how upscaling is happening, how they're tweaking or they're adjusting contrast, how they might be brushing or fixing edges within a, an image. Those things all have to be accounted for. And if you're not adding that as part of your equation, then, yeah, your metrics are going to be a little skewed. Um so it's going to be interesting moving forward i think all these companies that do these these looks digital foundry is one of the larger ones but there's other there's other websites that do the same thing they're all going to change with the times uh
0: i think it will the times will take a little longer to arrive because games are different right at least we were going to have the next generation coming and uh the updates of the next generation coming So we will still see at least for the next five, seven years um, this kind of comparison. I know it's completely, maybe it will come to a a point where they, okay, we can't compare with Google Stadia or these were the settings we were using when using Google Stadia because otherwise everything else, they have the maximum power.
1: That's what I mean, by the way, what you just said is what I was trying to say is that what they will do is they will go in and they will say, look, here's what the cloud piece was running. Here's what the local piece was running. Cause right now that's really not how it's being done. It's just being done based off of the localized hardware. They're not going to completely get away from local hardware. I didn't mean it like that. And I'm, again, I'm sorry. That's not, that wasn't my intent. I'm saying that they're going to adapt and have to adapt to explain what the settings were for the cloud, the cloud service, which is not something they've been doing.
0: Right. 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 Exactly. That. So, um, i think uh we had enough of this 4k no 4k yeah, discussion I, I think we will just go over this again once uh digital foundry does their thing and we're gonna report about that but uh anyway I'll just, i just i saw a friend on twitter 7 saying yeah i had so much uh of a blast playing doom that i didn't have time to count the pixels that were missing or for <laughs> upscale it that'll
1: yeah, I, I think we're past this point, and until there's a reason where a game is so drastically reduced in graphical fidelity, I, I think I think we've we've hit kind of a we hit a boiling point on it, and I think now the the pot is boiled over and it's done. You know, I think we're past that.
0: All right, so our main story of this week is the Google for Games conference, which is happening on Monday. Uh, it starts at nine a.m. Pacific time at uh, twelve p.m or on Eastern, 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 Eastern Europe, Eastern Daylight Time or Eastern Time. we have EDT. EDT. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Not DDT. EDT. Not DDT.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> not DMT. Anyway, anyway um, it's going to be talking about the mobile. It's going to be talking about cloud and they're going to be talking about Stadia as well. There's five keynotes here planning to talk about Stadia. Oh hmm that uh that's an interesting one Stadia Games Entertainment presents creating for content creators so probably they're gonna focus here on um string connect they're gonna focus on um share so maybe something else That that is gonna be an interesting keynote to see but um the most important one i think it's gonna be the very first keynote which mm-hmm. will cover all of these three things and not gonna cover only stadia but um the keynote the main predictions for the keynote um so it's gonna be a keynote run again from Fio harrison he's gonna share the very first numbers of uh, this one year of stadia uh, or anniversary of stadia have been announced to public not being released to public and um after these numbers, a uh, few numbers shared. I think they're not gonna share a few number. Uh, the details of selling units, uh, units sold. But um, after the number selling, and I think we're gonna see something about the games that will continue to come. They are be- uh, not that the games that are planned to come on this year, such as Cyberpunk, and they're going to say something about Bayes. I would say they will announce, yes, and the Bayes edition of Google Stadia, it's coming by the end of summer, something like that.
1: Uh, I could see them giving a firm date, but they may just they may say the month of, and the only reason I'm saying that they may choose to go that route is there's too much volatility and uncertainty in the market right now. Um, right. And we now know, at least in the U.S., that they're talking about throttling internet um, during this time, which if that happens.
0: By the way, Chase, uh, it already happened in Europe. YouTube and Netflix announced that they were cutting down from 1080p to 720 the caps, or, yeah, because I know there are already videos on 4K, but they said they are cutting down a little bit of the quality of videos. So for the sake of everyone, we, because it has been on peak, for a while right now
1: right and, and you could see state what stadium may choose to do is rather than throttle they may move people down to the same thing they may say t- 1080 is the the highest we're going to allow you to go right now you know and they may mm. choose to do even less than that if it, if it gets to a certain point i think what's more of a concern for them isn't the issue of the graphical fidelity right now um it's more about how many server blades do they have and we don't know that we don't know how many server blades they have versus how many people are actually signed up for stadia now again the 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 mindset there would be that they've got enough for the folks that are currently on it um but for base that could be a very very tricky situation because we know they were going to cap it already but they may Uber cap it. They may even reduce the numbers even lower than what they were initially projecting to do, just to have a backup in case because you just don't know what you're going to run into during this time. I think we're going to see a very, very cautious approach from them. Right. With this all going on.
0: Um, Adam said at the end of the um, the podcast, here or the conversation we we're having with him on the Stadia Saturday talk. Stadia Talk Saturday. Did I get that that correct? (laughs) Yes. So um, he said um, he had uh, his expectations a little bit lower. Did you watch the PlayStation or did you saw anything about the PlayStation PS5 review that happened this week? I didn't. So um, let me cover it a little bit here. There was a huge buzz on Twitter and on the internet that's going to be the PS5 review. The conference started with the head of the PlayStation, oh, on the global head of PlayStation, I don't recall his name now. But just after he said, yeah, this conversation was supposed to happen on GDC, since GDC didn't happen, so we're going to do this today. And there was some crazy, some weird, fake silhouettes that I don't know why they put it. Those could be just... A-
1: I- you hey, no, hold on that. I did see, I just didn't get to watch the whole conference. I saw like, it looked like outlines of people that were like kind of like slightly moving back and forth. Like they were on a cruise ship. Um, <laughs> that was so weird. I did, I did. Yeah. I did see that. I just didn't listen. Like that whole, they had a, uh, what's his name come up. I can't think of his, his first and his last name glasses. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Um he looks like a, the mad scientist. I can't think of his name right now. Um, And I just was like, God, they're going to get into all the technical mumbo jumbo because that's usually what he comes up and talks about. I was like, I can't do this right now. I've I've got enough you-know-what on my plate. So I didn't even bother. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's exactly it. So Uh, it started
0: with this uh, Sony PS5 review is over and, boy, it was a disaster. This is how the media took it at first and there's the weird silhouettes (laughs) Anyway, the media took this as a completely disaster as it was revealed because at some point, and I understand, people thought this was going to be a end customer presentation, which clearly wasn't. It was a completely conference uh, direct to game developers. And after the this initial um reception from the media saying it was horrendous uh, how come uh, i lost i i slept watching that uh, it was uh, horrible horrible uh, the developers started to come and say it's amazing yes i've got this and got that and uh i'm very impressed with uh, everything that has been presented and then it, they start to shift saying oh, developers after looking at the specs of the Xbox and the technical presentation from PlayStation are more likely to, developer for, to develop for PlayStation. So um, at the end, the end public who watched the presentation, developers, loved the presentation, but it didn't have a good communication because the end consumers, as us, thought it was going to be a conference for us and clearly it wasn't. So... Because of that, and because this presentation was supposed to happen on GDC, do you think that the Google for Games conference that we're going to see on Monday is going to be a lot of technical conversation as well, or at least the keynote will be more addressed to the end public?
1: God, that's a good question
0: and uh, zero games mentioned here it's mark cerny is the name of the guy and he should make an smr youtube channel
1: yeah that's who i was trying to think of it is mark cerny um and resurrector brought it up um you know it's uh, i i don't i think the key so here's the thing i think when they start getting into the actual like like individual conferences those are going to be very tech heavy um, I think the keynote, though, will give us a roadmap of what the vision is for the next fiscal year for Google. Um, I don't think that will be as technical laden. I think they're going to try to give everyone an idea of this is what we're planning to achieve. Uh, kind of similar to what we saw with GDC last last year. Um, so
0: don't expect did... new games, right?
1: I don't think they're going to announce any game. Like we could see a game, um, highlighted as part of a presentation. Like this is a game we're working on and these are the things we're planning to do. And we just find out that way. Um, but I, I think, I just think the keynote itself is going to be very much a general overview of where they've been, where they are now and where they're going. I think that's really going to be the theme of that keynote. Um, because they're, they're, excuse me, goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, it's good. Um, what, what's going to end up happening, I think, is they want to highlight the successes that they feel that they have achieved. Right. Uh, and really try to tell a developer, look, look at all the great things we've done. Look at where we're at right now. Here's where we're going to be going, <clears throat> where we're going to be going. And I think that that where we're going piece is the part we want to pay close attention to because that's the part that's going to be interesting um and i think that's where we're going to have a lot of opinions and thoughts on this uh which i know you'll probably share at the end of the podcast that our plan for monday so
0: right uh so guys we are just talking here a little bit on what we think will hap- happen on on the monday at uh, noon but um at, uh you you can have abs- a little you can absolutely check our Twitter, mine and Chase. Uh, we're going to be sharing details. But on Monday night, we're going to meet again um, together with Dan from Stadia Source and maybe someone else. Right, Chase?
1: Uh, Raph from Raf Gaming. Yeah, he's yes. going to try to come through.
0: And we're going to be talking about uh, what, uh, basically doing a debrief of everything that was um, posted or shared in that keynote and I absolutely think, uh, I agree with Chase, it's gonna be what we did, this is what we're doing, and this is the roadmap for this year, because the le- the first time we got a roadmap of, okay, this is Google Stadia, this is everything that is possible to be done with Google Stadia, and now we're gonna be narrowing down for the next 12 months. This is everything we plan to deliver. Do you think we will see expansion from the, counten- uh, the 14 countries?
1: If the landscape wasn't the way that it was right now, I would say yes. Um, I just, I think they're going to be very cautious with resources right now. Um, they're going to focus on where it's already at. Um, and, and this could, you know, to be fair, um, and I'm just trying to be very honest here. Right. We could see a delay of base um, because maybe they did have a plan of, you know, opening up a couple additional countries with base coming out. And maybe that's had to be pushed back because of having to move resources to other things. So I wouldn't, I, I really thought this, this upcoming Monday, like again, about a week or two ago, I was like, maybe this is where they're going to announce base. We're going to hear more about base. I'm not going to hold my breath to be fair because I just, I'm, I'm starting to wonder now if they are going to postpone that a little bit. Um, just because it, it, again it comes down to resources it comes down to experience cuz think about it right now if you have throttled internet and you're trying to play stadium and you get this out to the masses and it's not working well then now you just gave a really bad product to people it's not a it's not a ideal environment for folks to be using it as it is right now already you know with how some of the internet you know situations are so i i'm going to hedge a bet that we see a delay on base for now um and i don't know what that means you know i i it pains me to say that but i got to be honest because it just doesn't it doesn't make sense for them to roll it out right now in the landscape that we're in um now they could shock us they could say on monday look we are still going to go ahead with base but it's going to be limited to only these countries to start they could do that and that would fall in line with um you know, Rock was actually praising you this morning about your your focus on agile uh, because you've been very critical of that and very um, specific on that, Eddie. Mm-hmm. That that is Google's mo. You know, they they launch things very little by little, like a tech startup with these projects, Right. and that could be what they choose to do here. I could be completely wrong. Um, I would say
0: uh, on um, so, Chad, I'm dropping here the the link for the Google event on uh, google for games uh, keynote uh, you can follow and subscribe there to receive details but um, i would say speci- specifically on base the, um, their plan to de- deploy it i think it will continue to deploy it as they always said uh, in a few months from now so that's why i say summer but thinking on um, expansion from other countries i just had this thought of, this line of thought here They're probably, when they expand for other countries, they will try to do, I would say, the same way they did with uh, the stadium rollout. So, they're gonna put it the premier edition first. Let people, let's see how many people do the buying on those countries. Of course, they had studies of interesting, of interest, uh, either from people who play video games on that country or people who search for a stadium that country. So I would say they would release stadium on other countries, putting the premier edition first and after a few months of use releasing it to another uh releasing the base on these other countries so I,
1: that's a really that's a really good shout Eddie by the way
0: yeah I would think it would go no new country on 2020 just because of how the, the, the whole perspective of this crisis and um, the the plan they have put it on releasing Stadia. I We don't know the numbers, but uh, people are always saying uh, the, based on the number of downloads of the app on the App Store, which absolutely doesn't imply that uh, it's the number of people who owns the Stadia or people who plays the Stadia or people who subscribe to Stadia Pro. Um Based on those numbers, I think they will hold a little bit in putting a stadium in other countries.
1: No, and and I I do think that they were already working on this year, and just by the way we've heard them update the APKs and everything else, you know, in the the stadium app. That I'm I'm almost positive they've been adding server blades in the in the countries that are already supported. So I think. They probably will feel comfortable if they were to do any type of a launch of base, like you're saying, in just the countries that are already supported, they probably would feel okay with that if they, mm-hmm. again, control the numbers very cautiously of who they let on. Um, but again, I, I, I still think that when you think about what internet conditions are going to exist, and someone that's never been on this platform before and they get a taste of that, you know, you can sit there and say to somebody, hey, you know why the um, you know your internet is acting up? It's because they're throttling. Well, you know what someone's going to say to that about Stadia? Well, then I just why can't I? I should just be playing this on the console then? Why the hell would I want to play on this? Look at this situation, right? This is a perfect example. Of why I wouldn't want to play in a cloud gaming environment? Even though that's to I think the extreme of that's not the norm, right? Um, you're still going to have that line of thought. So I think they've got to be really, really careful during this time about how they approach things you know how they they tackle the mindshare of folks out there
0: remember that if you are either playing on console but majorly the games right now are online games and uh, when you are playing online doesn't matter if uh, you're playing on console or you're playing stadia actually stadia is the best way to play multiplayer because everyone is connected to the same server yesterday i was playing on the pc the call of duty game with a friend back from brazil the ping i had was unplayable it was impossible to play and i have already played stadia with our friends from across the ocean from uk and it was flawless so um the battle net right now from blizzard even in the same continent i know but my friend has very very powerful internet back in brazil as well um and uh, it was unplayable and it was on my side he didn't have any lag i had a very good internet here as well no data caps on anything and we were having lag. so uh the the lack of internet uh it's something that it affects every single platform it's not only stadia so um i think it um well anyway that said i think we will won't be seeing stadia right now expanding to other countries Last question, Chase, because I just saw that we are almost on the top of the hour. Um, the features that have been announced at Ford Stadia so far. String Connect. We are, we got it. We got it running good. It's amazing that the Division 2 has it. So we can uh, joke with the, f- the people who doesn't have it on the PC. Like saying, hey, turn on your String Connect. Oh, okay. You don't have it. Um, we have as well announced it the crowd play, or uh, what is the name again of the one from Lorient that they said, the uh, crowd choice that yeah. um, they're planning on implement on uh, Baldur's Gate, and Tars state share. Do you think we will see any of these updates on this Monday?
1: It, yeah, as far as them flicking on a switch for features, um, that seems more reasonable and more likely uh, than anything right now. Um, and I would I would venture to say that yeah, we probably do see um, we probably do see those features if not by Monday, I think within the next couple of weeks, I think crowdplay is absolutely coming very shortly. And I do think again, if they're smart, they'll demo it during this developer series and they'll actually show that it's working in the real world. and they can easily do that. you know they, there's no added issue with doing it in, in, in this type of environment. Crowd choice, again, it all comes down to the developer. And if there's already been, you know, folks working on this behind the scenes, then yeah, we absolutely could see that being implemented as well. I think I think the one that probably happens first before the other is crowd play. I mean, I think we see crowd choice probably shortly thereafter because uh, I don't think it's that much of a... Well, I shouldn't say that. We don't know the technical aspects of it. There could be some really intensive things. So maybe that's not a fair statement for me to be saying. Um about, I'll just I'll just go with I'll go with crowd play for now.
0: And what about stage chair?
1: I still don't think that comes to later this year. Um okay. and I've I've been bullish on that one because that has too many technical pieces to it and we don't know who who is that for? Is it only for Stadia users? Is it only for or is it for everybody? Can anyone do that? And that, that creates a much different conversation than, than, you know, again, without knowing what Google's wanting right, to do right. there. Very now, tough to.
0: Yeah, because we when we saw that it was a first concept that uh, we didn't follow up and didn't see anything. But just following up on the crowd play into thing, I, I opened here the, okay. I opened here my YouTube app and went to the explore tab and when you go to the explore tab on youtube app you already see the okay it won't focus but there is a game there and it shows the stadia controller on gaming so um maybe that says something so youtube gaming now has the stadia controller uh, logo so maybe it's a sign we'll see crowd play soon or well it, it is an interesting conversation to follow on um last thing i just it came to my mind i said uh, probably we won't hear anything from games but uh i think i changed my mind there's a few exclusives that we saw at the very first time one year ago like get packed and orcs must die 3. they have been complete radio silence uh, no not get packed get Packed has been posting on twitter saying we're coming and um orcs must die already said once they were coming on spring which by the way happy spring we are already on spring
1: happy spring everybody
0: and um i think i changed my mind i think we will hear something about get Packing and orcs must die 3 on on this monday
1: maybe surrounding the conference i, I just don't know that they're going to say anything about those games during the keynote um, right
0: if not uh, that's a good point um if not during the keynote uh surrounding it or just after the keynote happens we will see a few videos and tweets coming out
1: yeah i mean that that would make the most sense there was an article that you shared with me by the way um i think it was a tech radar article Mm -hmm. um and i did get a chance to read through it a couple people actually sent this my way uh saying does it seem like that the perspective of the media is changing and this was actually an article that was a positive about stadia which was interesting. it was a good article. I mean, it talks about the games that run good on stadia. Um, And I am um, you know, is this a trend? I don't know. I'm I'm always very careful to jump too far ahead when only you see one positive article versus 15 negative articles, but maybe, maybe we'll see the winds change. Um, And maybe Monday's keynote changes some things too, because if they come out and throw some haymakers, because remember that when they say, when we said about the where they are, where they where, or, sorry, where they've been, where they are, where they're going, the where they where they're going part could be them dropping some pretty significant news, you know, saying, "Look, we've already achieved these." I know, I see you, I see. Yes, you. they've already achieved these things. We've achieved these things, but this is what we're getting ready to do next to really put the pressure on the rest of the competition, and that that I think is something we could see.
0: Last one, last one, and I'm going to do that ASMR style. Blizzard? Activision?
1: Yeah, I kind of figured you were going to bring that up. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And wouldn't that be interesting if they say, we've been partnering with partners in the gaming space and we're looking at doing, I'm just throwing something out there. I'm not right, saying right, this right. is what, but, you know, those of you out there that we've talked about crowd choice and crowd play, well, guess what? We've been working with our partners at Activision Blizzard to bring a Battle Royale-style game to Stadia that will implement these features. These are the kind of things that we're working on. If they say something like that, that's massive news. Like, that's news that tells us, oh, you know what? They're getting ready to bring a game. What game is that? Is that that Call of Duty Warzone game? What is it? You know, we we, we wouldn't know right then. And I don't think they're going to outright say the name of a title, by the way. I think what they'll do is they'll be sly and they'll go... We're working with this company or we're working with this developer. That's what they're going to do. Well, they're going to say those kind of things.
0: Let, let's uh, do a recap here that um, the games from Activision Blizzard right now, um, Blizzard has a very, very, very good relationship with Google. They move it out, everything. Um, well, three, three aspects there's the AI that blizzard uses uh, the ai deep mind from google to develop their ai games there is the youtube part where the activision blizzard right now is doing all of their um live streams of events over youtube gaming and there's also the what was the last point i was gonna say oh my god oh no you lost teddy i lost <laughs> it i had it oh my i lost it okay uh, but uh, it, it was something like the games oh okay and the the games from blizzard dropping from other cloud platforms Name a gfn so um i know that that's a trend that blizzard follow and some other co- uh, game follow but uh it, does that mean something closer relationship with stadia we don't know do they have a good relationship with google yes but stadia is a completely different um company but if you think on the big picture of everything that happened around stadia on the last month um naming the new studio naming the head of the new studio naming um the the conference uh, they they hold of um Employee at Google, I don't remember the name again. Of them, uh, it, it was a video posted uh, a live stream that fit, uh, featured Jade Raymond and uh Aaron Ruff, Ruffman John. So, um, if you stop and think on everything that has been going on on the bigger picture, it um, it says stuff is moving on the background.
1: Yep, yes, sir. You are hundred percent right on that. Monday is going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of news that comes out of Monday. Trust me. Uh, it's not just going to be a, a boring day. It's either going to be one of two things. It's either going to be Google drops bombs or Google says nothing. And either way, that's news. We're going to be able to talk about it, but exactly. there, there will be news out of Monday, no matter what. So it is something I think everyone should be tuning into.
0: All right, guys. Yeah. So wrapping up here, the podcast, the podcast is available at monday's monday mornings every monday mornings on your favorite podcast platform oh my god i'm struggling i'll drink some more water but um (laughs) this podcast is available every morning (laughs) every monday mornings this podcast is available in your favorite podcast platform (laughs) i'm losing again
1: Anyway, you want me to help you out? Yes, please do the wrap up, Chase. Oh my God, <laughs> that's okay. So, first of all, this podcast is affiliated with StadiaSource.com. Stadia Source is your number one destination for news and information regarding Google Stadia. Make sure you check out StadiaSource.com every Monday morning. You can find this week on Stadia on all of your favorite podcast platforms, whether that is Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, iTunes, all the good ones that are out there. You can tune in. Um, and you can always find us every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. It's now EDT, Eastern Daylight Time, on Stadia Player One's uh, YouTube channel live to interact with us. And We would love for you to stop by and, and take some time out of your day. If you have the time, if you don't, then that's what the podcast mediums are for. So you can listen to it on the way into work. Thank you. It wasn't that hard. Oh, my God. I was struggling. <laughs> but thank you.
0: Thank you, Chase. So, guys, with that, we are wrapping up this episode of This Week on Stadia. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys. See ya.